Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to another episode of Crazy Fitness Guys Healthy Living Podcast. I got my friend Julie who are we going to talk about, which we're going to talk about how uh, autism can change. I was, I'm really looking forward to this episode today, and I think you will really, really enjoy it. And maybe we can both embarrass ourselves at the same time. <laughs> I think we're starting to, right? <laughs> Welcome, Julie. Thank you, Jimmy, so much. I'm excited about this topic, too. Um, I was excited to meet you. Um, I do, I would like to be speaking to more adults on the autism spectrum. Um, I work with mostly, I, I could be working with adults also. I think I have an adult that I'm gonna be starting with soon. But I mostly work with um, parents um, of children on the autism spectrum. And like we had said when we had spoken before, like I just think that so many parents would be excited to meet you. Um, and I think when parents are first meeting me, a lot of times they think like, this is it. This is, I mean, it, it's hard now. It's hard for me. It's hard for my child. And they are getting a lot of messages that it's not going to get any better. And um, meeting you, I think, I think more people, <laughs> I don't want to overwhelm you, but I think a lot of people would benefit from at least hearing what you have to say about your experience. Well, that's funny. I'm actually uh, writing, I'm actually uh, um, creating a PowerPoint for uh, a project for my school. Uh -huh. And uh, and it, 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 and I'm going out through my whole uh, early childhood at the moment. Wow! Uh, and I was like, wow, I went through all this crap. <laughs> <laughs> and you're still here. <laughs> yeah, still here. Oh my lord! <laughs> it's things that you remember yourself, or that your parents are sharing with you. Uh, what, parents, what's what's feeding my, it? Yeah. My mom uh, was sharing it with me that I, I went to. I closely told me uh, in my ear. Uh, my daughter and, had that. Yeah. And I was like, "Gee, I went through all this." And I, like, and I also had. Uh, what else? Uh, and they had to take the three bones of hearing out of my ear. That's so. exactly what just happened to my daughter this past year. Jeez, small world. You're the only other person that I've ever. I like. I never heard of a cholesteatoma. I'm a speech therapist. I never heard of a cholesteatoma before, like a year ago. Well, neither the, have I until uh, I went through it, and, uh, right. and then uh, I also, and I also had the, and uh, I also had uh, my, I don't know if my, I don't remember if my, my mom said this or the doctor said this, uh, maybe my mom just uh, made it up, but <laughs> it's, uh, 
Uh, I don't know. Uh, I put it in the slide to make it sound great anyway. Okay, uh, well, we won't tell. <laughs> uh, the cat's out of the bag anyway. Oh, okay. Uh, so, so what is it? What is it? Uh, it was, um, it was, uh, it was like doctors, not all doctors have, doctors do not have crystal balls, so they can't predict right, the right. future. Right. Uh, uh, take your son home and enjoy him. That's what the doctor said. Yeah, I think what so. What do you think of that? Do you think that's good advice or bad advice? I'm curious. Uh, I agree that it's good advice. Yeah. Um, I would say that, um, that now doctors have all the answers, especially one of my doctors. Um, used to be one. You think that they really do, or they th just think that they do? Uh, I think this one thought he think he knew everything. A different doctor, more recently. Uh, yeah, uh, this year. So what hap What did? He, what does he think that he knows that you questioned? Um, well, let's just say he had a very poor bedside manner, mm -hmm. and uh, and I also ha I used his. Uh, well, I was forced to use his audiologist and um, and I never heard of this test um, and I don't even think it's legit um, they they wanted to see how 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 much noise that I can withstand in my ear and it's like that's a test or is that a tortured method <laughs> uh, I think it was I think it was a mix of both Actually, no, 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 actually, no, I'm the, the other one, torture. The torture, yeah. I have to say, I'm not an audiologist, so I haven't heard of that one. Neither is, sure. my, neither is my current audiologist either. Good, okay. It sounds like you found somebody who's a better fit. Yeah. So this, the, the one who said to your mom, just take him home and enjoy him, like, I don't have a crystal ball. First of all, I really like the humility and like the, admitting like that he's human. I, I hear, I have parents that I've met that have shared their stories with me about getting, was that to do with autism or to do with the cholesteatoma? This was has to do, I think was just because uh, I, I had doctors uh, measure my head because I had a bigger head hmm. and I had a shorter neck. Hmm. And uh, she, uh, Dr. Uh, eventually found out that big heads running the, uh, my mom's side of the family. Okay. It's, so it could just be like a trait, not necessarily indi indicating anything. Thanks to our sponsor to make this podcast happen. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make podcasts. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listeners. It's everything you, you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention, uh, it only takes about five to ten minutes to set up. It's simple, easy, and the best part, it's free. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today to, to 
create your own podcast. Yeah, well, I mean, like I had to go through multiple MRIs. I had multiple um, MRIs uh, to test the kidneys, heart, and whatnot. Like to see if it was a syndrome or something? Is that what they were looking for? Yeah. Okay. Honestly, I don't remember that any of that part of it. But, yeah. Yeah. So, um, but I was going to say, like, sometimes, like, people will get the, well, I haven't heard yet about the story of, of your family receiving the diagnosis or you realizing about autism, but, and I want to, I want to hear about that and your thoughts on how it went and if you think it went well or it could have been done differently. Uh, but I have families that say, like, the, the, the people who test, whoever these people are, will give the diagnosis together with a list of, there's one family that they said, that this is, you know, this is the child's diagnosis, your child has autism, and therefore she will never be able to, and then like a whole long list of things that the child supposedly would never be able to do. Yeah, I think I got that, I think I got that list too. Your family, the, you personally, or your family, what do you remember, or what do you know uh, from, what have I you think, heard from your parents? I think it was both. Um, uh, more, more of my family, I think, and and I, and this was when I moved to Pennsylvania when I got the official diagnosis, and uh, they uh, told me I, I was I was sat in this room with this lady. Uh, she asked me so many different questions. I went there maybe a few times. Uh, I don't know how often, but maybe like once a week, twice maybe. Yeah. Most. And I had to go do these different things, some of them I couldn't figure out. Uh, And and at the end of all of it, she said that, uh, told my parents I had autism. And and she said, like, you won't be able to do this, 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 this. And I was like, I I don't remember the whole exact list because it was one too many. Um, Right. (laughs) And also, probably everybody was not in the best mood. <laughs> getting uh, well, yeah, I wouldn't be in the best mood either. If, uh, right. And obviously, I didn't un- and understand any of this because it just went through one ear at the other. How old were you when that happened? Uh, I think I was right around in elementary school. And it's not like I didn't have a brain, but... Right, I right. It sounds like that. I don't say I didn't understand any of these this language and whatnot, and yeah. uh, and plus I really honestly really didn't really care either. <laughs> right. I'm I'm sure your parents felt differently though. No, I, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't say I, I wouldn't care, but I mean, I, I I didn't care because I didn't really understand. So what right. is it for me? Okay. Right. I'm right. Did so? Do I mean? Do you have any memory of that moment, or uh, you remember going to the lady? It sounds like. Yeah, I remember going to the lady. It was like a, I could basically describe the room for you. It was oh, so really you really remember it? Yeah. Uh, but I remember my mom. She, I think she had a hard time with the diagnosis a little bit. But yeah. uh, my mom's side of the family is very supportive. And That's good. Uh, I have a grandma who does who loves me, That's and awesome. uh, all my cousins love me. That's awesome. And all my aunts and uncles, <sighs> and I joke around with them a lot. They treat me like 
like I'm not different at all. And I I had some of my friends recently in uh, the last few years, once I started talking about my autism on my website and on my uh, podcast, that they're just like, wow, I never knew you were autistic. And That's so like, cool. Yeah. Well, I, I know my one friend since uh, the third grade, and he's uh-huh. like, I didn't even know you were autistic. And it's like, huh. So actually, that brings me to a question that, like, I, I just, I'm curious, like, because when we met, I can't remember what the phrase you used, but. Slightly autistic? <laughs> no, you said, like, I am autistic, maybe. And then I said, oh, I want to hear more about that because I had been taught, like, originally I trained as a speech language pathologist, a speech therapist, and they were very adamant to use what they called people first language. And then you said, no, I choose to use identity first language. Yeah. I you remember that? Yeah. Uh, I remember some of it. I just had. <laughs> you don't have to remember every single thing that we talked about. Uh, but I just had a long few weeks. <laughs> I think we've all had quite an interesting year. <laughs> and I'm like totally not watching the news today um, on election no, day. I'm done with the news. I can't. I, <laughs> I don't have the bandwidth. But is that like, it sounds like it was a conscious choice for you though, to like, to identify as autistic and to, to be out there about it. It sounds like my guess is that you, well, you got the, the diagnosis in elementary school. So was that about 10 years before you decided to start speaking openly about it? Yeah, I had a good, I, I was okay to speaking about it because after all the years of being uh, bullied and pick on right. uh, because I was autistic and uh, wait did I say it was autistic I mean because I am autistic <laughs> right. uh, and uh, and I was overweight I was near obese for my age but uh, in middle school and high school okay and and so I became comfortable talking about being autistic once uh, I got over multiple different other challenges because uh-huh. it's like, who's gonna make fun of me being autistic now? I'd be like, so? I don't care. And I'd say, like, make fun of me all you want. And it's like, that's just gonna prove the point that you're just like, that person will just, it's just a bad person. And I'd be like, right, oh. right. And it's like, it's gonna make you look bad, not me. Right, exactly. Like when you're talking, like when people are talking to you like that, it's not a reflection on who you are on the outside or inside. It's like, it's, it's sharing something about them. Yeah. Like, thank you for revealing yourself. And I'm going to go over here now. <laughs> so I, I actually, I did have a question. You said, so that's, that you hadn't mentioned when we spoke before that about the obesity, but I was wondering if there was some relationship between the fitness and autism. Like, not everything about you has to have to do with autism, but like, do you think that it, it's, it's that you were, in, that you're in, interested in autism, I mean, interested in the fitness in any way to do with the autism or does it help you in, in any way with uh, the autism oh, symptoms? Yeah. Uh, What's that? Yeah. I, I know when I was, because uh, I'm autistic, I, I, I get overstimulated by, a lot of different uh, kind of just 
like I'm going to give you an example like I'm I've been uh, like when I do a lot of Google searches mm -hmm. uh, I mean like I, I mean I was just like looking for like a few articles or I don't know maybe a few products I'm yeah. okay but if I'm sitting there on hours upon hours of googling something and I still can't find one piece of information out of the bunch my head starts like overflowing with what do I do I don't know what I'm doing like the frustration and anxiety yeah and yeah and I basically like all my emotions just pour out and like I am frustrated and it's like come on google you're supposed to be crap and it's like AI stupid assistant and, and it's like uh and uh and of course as i say that i have a google home mini in my room uh yeah. so they're probably already recording me anyway oh um, my gosh sue me or whatever um whatever i think they're doing okay yeah and um yeah and, and so uh, for fitness, uh, it has it has helped me uh, wake up in a decent mood uh, in the morning. There's some mornings where I just like. There are so many ads these days wherever you go. There are ads in movie theaters, on TV, on radio, and on billboards. So why would you want to listen to ads in a podcast? Subscribe to the Crazy Fitness Guy Premium Podcast to get these exclusive benefits. Listen ad-free. Behind-the-scenes access. Access to our free Facebook community. And so much more. Become a premium member for only $5 per month. To learn more about the Crazy Fitness Guy Premium Podcast, go to crazyfitnessguy.com slash healthylivingpodcast or click on the Premium Podcast link in the show notes. Now let's get back to the show. I don't want to talk. Uh, and right, I, right. I, 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 basically, if anybody gets in my way in the morning, I turn the, into the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> well, especially <laughs> now that with all the fitness and everything. Yeah. Or I turn the crazy fitness guy on the, on the back. <laughs> so so, so I, I guess like the fitness was the obesity, like that you didn't want to be picked on anymore you wanted to be seen differently is that is that part of what motivated it uh it was, what motivated probably was because i just want the bullying to stop yeah, the bullies right picked, started picking on me then they started picking on my friends and me and right. uh, and uh i just had it with them and then once I started developing muscles and everything, uh, they didn't pick on you as much anymore. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow, what a coincidence! And it's like, I my friend. Like, oh, I don't think God. I want to mess with that guy. <laughs> and and of course, uh, uh, like when I was back in New Jersey, when I was living in New Jersey, I started in karate, and then my cool. love for karate went into Pennsylvania, and. Uh, uh, and so I knew a lot of uh, crowding moves if I needed uh, <laughs> the techniques. Uh, so, right. and I didn't tell them at the time, but I was like, yeah. Just but you carry yourself differently, probably. You have a different kind of confidence. Yeah. Yeah. And then once I uh, got the, the muscles, it was like, oh, nothing. I was like, this is going to stop one way or the other. 
And right. and I'm not saying I, I'm promoting violence, but and it's like my sensei has always taught me when uh, like in school is like it, it's like if you if the bullies um, put lay a hand on you, you have the right to self defense. And it's like of course, yeah. and it's like you will uh, uh, you will um, get suspended and get called down to the principal's office. And right. but and, and like he even asked the parents and the um, and he he he's done this every single time when I I've been with him for like oh jeez we've been I've probably known him for like thirteen fourteen maybe fifteen years the same the same sensei yep wow that's awesome I mean like he's a it's a different one from uh, New Jersey but this one in Pennsylvania I've I started out with him young had to take I had to. Uh, uh, take a break from it for a while because the rules were different back then. Then oh. years later, I came back and I wanted to train again. He so let cool. me back in, and so uh, cool. he still teaches all the uh, other all the kids at his current program and everything who That's grew so up cool. with it. It's, it's like you have the right for self defense, yeah. and he even asked the parents each time when he uh, tells the kids that story. Uh, like, uh, he says, and it's like, parents, would you be pissed off if your uh, kids was getting uh, bullied and they stuck up for themselves using right. self-defense? And there's like, no, not at all. Right. You uh, don't want your child to be an aggressor, but you also don't want them to be a victim. Yeah, but it's like, if, if, they, if somebody lays a hand on you, and it's like, you have the right. And it's like, no one has the right to put your hands on you. Unless if you're your parents, but. <laughs> right, right. And even that with, you know, with our limits. So it's like so so it's like you started you were being picked on for like the autism symptoms or like the things that look like autism because they didn't know the diagnosis necessarily but you're saying that because you seem different mm -hmm. that's and then also being heavy and so then it sounds like you you started into fitness because it's like you know that's something that you could concrete that you could take care of to to avoid the bullying but then it sounds like you're saying that you also had the additional benefit, the fitness of like releasing the frustration and anxiety of it, like from like like the Google moment that you were describing, yeah. like those kinds of moments that yeah. helps to like get that out of your body. It sounds like yeah, and there's any kind of frustration after like uh, like I know for myself, it kind of, like every time when I'm in karate class. Uh, and like even though everything is on Zoom class and I don't have a punching bag, <laughs> yeah, but uh, I always pretend like some some one of my I don't know and I don't say an enemy but like of the frustration in front of me I'm just punching through it and say yeah next who's in line next <laughs> <laughs> so that it also feels like it's a sense of control that you're like like you took care of that one going on yeah. to the next one that's cool. So then karate, so it sounds like, is karate the fitness that you're into or that's one of the things that you're into? That's one of the things I'm into. I wouldn't say I would want to ever become a sensei, but I would like to uh, get my black belt because uh, when I stopped, I was actually two belts away from my black belt. And I was like, yeah. oh, I can't just end my career as, <laughs> as karate as this. And it's like, I'd be like, yeah, yeah I stopped two belts before a black belt. Great. <laughs> you got to go all the way, right? Yeah. And but I mean, obviously, I had I was forced to stop because 
the rules were different like back then. Like for instance, they wanted me to do a uh, hundred push-ups and a hundred sit-ups. Oh. And, the, and since I was, you know, obese for my age, I was right. like, uh, there's no way I can do a hundred sit-ups in this. And, and right. just like, uh, I think in a minute. And it's like, we put, maybe you can now though because you're in a better shape than you are. Oh hell yeah, I can. <laughs> <laughs> so you know jimmy i'm not going to be picking on you in this interview because i'm scared now <laughs> but then so so it sounds like you have like all the the muscle and everything and I, I also cardio i guess like, yeah are, i like yeah. weightlifting uh i do a lot of yeah. weightlifting i do cardio uh i mostly do everything on beach by on demand because they just give me all the workouts and uh, what's it called beach body on demand yeah cool that's good that's actually probably a really good resource during covid right because it sounds like it's an online thing yeah and it's only a hundred dollars a year that's um, awesome cheaper than any gym right and you probably get more classes <laughs> yeah. yeah right at, at the end of this i'm going to put my my daughters on their jujitsu class which I has been go I ahead love karate though you prefer karate but the, but with the martial arts one of the things that i like about the martial arts and actually the first this wasn't the first child with autism that i ever worked with as a speech therapist i've been a speech therapist for a number of years at that point but um the one who really like inspired me to focus on autism um was the son of somebody of a, of a man who was running a martial arts studio so I, I, I'm interested in like the physical aspect of how that's beneficial for all of us, but like for autism, like you're talking about being able to get the extra levels of. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Do you feel like you are stuck in a dinner rut? With HelloFresh, you get fresh pre-measured ingredients with mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip all those trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make your home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. You can now enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in 30 minutes or less. With over 25 recipes to choose from each week, there is something for everyone to enjoy. All recipes are designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. Go to the link in our show notes to get $80 off, including the free shipping on HelloFresh, the number one meal kit. The code is use at checkout HFAFF80 for the discount. The frustration out and everything. But also, like, there's a, like, with martial arts, possibly more than a lot of other kinds of exercise and like fitness there's also like this 
like mental and you could tell me more but maybe also I, I do yoga so I also think of like the mental and emotional pieces of it do you feel like there's an emotional a sure a mental piece with with karate right yeah the mind mental uh, piece like for instance uh, basically every time when you uh, you kind of feel like I mean, I wouldn't say I, I, I feel like giving up, but like in class when you're, like, your arms and shoulders are burning because you're, you're right. pressing your body and face and everything and keeping your hands up and everything. Right. And, uh, and, and it's like, and you, and, and you throw one more punch and it's like, oh my goodness, since I just <laughs> wearing and tearing. Um, right. And I was like, oh, can, like, can I do this? And then and it's like and then right after uh, we do like I think it's eight rounds of kickboxing and we go right into strength training. It's like, oh crap, here comes the push <laughs> And it's like, I did all this punching now to do push ups and it's like oh. <laughs> Are you kidding me? And so we do uh, two um, um, we do like four minutes of strength training on top of that. And so it's like, oh, my arms are killing me. And, and so it's like beyond the point that you think that you can handle, and yeah. you just like keep going, right? And I go into like, then I go like into like the super like I don't know some kind of like I can do it mode, where I was like, no so one cool. Stop me from doing this. Like marathon runners talk about like the runner's high, like getting like that you're at the point of impossible, and then you like then it kicks in, like that kind of thing. Yeah. That's cool. So I've also heard like also with marathon runners that like that transfers to other aspects of life that like when not necessarily something physical, but some like a different kind of challenge just seems impossible to be able to push through that. So have you seen that kind of thing like that that carry over into other aspects of life that yeah, definitely uh, there's I can you know, I can say that there's some days I feel like uh, giving up on some of my websites some, sometimes. Right. Uh, right. I'm actually going, I had, I've been, uh, I'm not going to like go into every single detail, but I've been doing <laughs> annoying um, uh, newsletter company that just can't send a holiday newsletter out. And I'm like, I didn't know that's such an advanced oh. thing for it. <laughs> I was like, it shouldn't be this flipping hard. And so that seems like one of the main things that they would be doing. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I was reading, uh, I read this uh, business book, and I'll tell you the name of it uh, after this. But sure, sure. Because I don't want anybody to think, oh, I'm just promoting crap and for no reason. Uh, or any crap for no reason. Right, uh, exactly. Or with a reason. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a very helpful book, but... Uh, well, you could tell me and, like, the podcast, messages after. Uh, it's not yeah. important to the podcast. But, so you're uh, reading this book, yeah. And I just finished reading it, and what I really liked about it is that um, I'm going to use kind of quote... Um, and uh, apply it. Uh, I'll try it. Apply it or burn it. And I mean, not, <laughs> not like physically burn it, but I mean like. No. <laughs> and, so, and like he's referring the person who wrote the uh, book is referring to like implement the try a tool, 
if you like it, implement the tool. If you don't like it, burn the tool. And by burning it, I mean, just like throwing Just don't get it. caught up in it. Don't yeah, get caught and, up in the cycle of like, oh, of let's do it differently. Yeah. And I've done that for one tool already. And, and then after like weeks back and forth, actually a year back and forth with this company, with email marketing, yeah. I set up everything last year the way they told me how to set it up. Right. And yet it's still wrong to send her. And yet they tell me it's still wrong that it won't send on my holiday newsletters. And it's like, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I, was like, I, was like, I set this whole thing up last year and you tell me it's still not right. Uh, I was like, yeah, yeah, it's my fault. And it's somehow still my fault. And so I was like, you know what, I'm done. And it's like, that's the thing like working online there's so much technology to learn i feel like i learn like three new apps every week it's just like yeah, i don't have oh. and i'm not good and i'm not good with these things well i'm well i well i i learned basically the same um i mean i, I i'm pretty i would say i'm like really good at technology uh but jealous I may not necessarily teaching people but oh, okay uh, <laughs> oh well I mean, I can try, but... I'm no, not... no, I don't want to take up your time with that. <laughs> but, I mean, like, I could, I could literally, uh, but, like, for, uh, but I did learn a lot of new tools, and I tried to implement some of the tools right. on my website, and it's not like it's hard or anything, and the whole newsletter thing shouldn't be hard at all. It seems and like I... that's, like, of the one of the oldest of the technologies that you would be using. Like... Yeah sending newsletters <laughs> yeah. and, and it was like and i found and i finally found this other company and uh just finished off that piece of sure. stuff. they sure. uh, they uh, i finally found one that uh basically uh is very easy to send and they have predefined templates and uh, i was like oh great oh i'm done i was like i'm taking this whole week just to just to switch over i was like right i was like i'm still gonna do my school work and it's like but i'm I'm, I'm throwing this other tool, I'm burning it, see ya, bye. But that's a great example. That's a great example. The other thing is like, um, sunk, the whole thing about sunken costs. Do you know about that? Yeah. That concept? So you like already put a year into this company. So you could have been like, I'm going to make it work. But just to be able to sort of accept, I don't know, accept defeat. Is that what you'd call it? And then like, but, but not, but like accept defeat in that moment, but then find success in a different way. That's a great example of like being able to take that ability to like push through a challenge and like. I think the only thing that cost me was time because right. because I was on their free plan, but uh -huh. just still I was like, this is not even an advanced feature. I was like, <laughs> I can literally schedule out just regular email in my own email app, uh, like email, and it will send automatically. But your company is just absolutely absurd. And it's like, yeah. it's hard. And it's like, this is old technology. This is it's not new. Yeah. So related to that, I want to, I want to ask you. Um, Am I in over my head? No, I mean, I think, honestly, I think just being alive right now, I think we're all on over our heads, like, um, but, but, um, to, like, from what you remember, or what you have been reminded of by your parents, like, what do you think has been the biggest challenge, the biggest, that's too extreme, like, some of the bigger challenges with autism? Uh, I think, uh, 
one of the bigger challenges is that uh, do you mean for me in person? Per, me yeah, personally? from your perspective. Other, yeah, uh, yeah, from your perspective. I don't know, I think uh, making friends. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I've met a lot of new people through uh, karate that I would consider mm -hmm. my friends. That's awesome. Um, yeah. I met. Uh, uh, I've had a lot of old friends. I've been uh, one since. I'm since I moved to Pennsylvania, mm -hmm. and not one from one since third grade. That's amazing. And, uh, and and there's some, sometimes where I feel like I don't have enough friends, but then uh -huh. but then there's some days where it's like I have plenty of friends, and it's like uh, uh -huh. it's like some people's like and it's like and sometimes where I can't. I used to get caught up in the whole friends on Facebook thing and say, like, Oh gosh. And, oh, that's a black hole. <laughs> yeah. and then, but then I was like, wait, you know, and it's like, I'd rather have a small group of friends. Um, that are real. Yeah. Yeah. And, it sounds like you do though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I have a, I like to say to people, I have a close group of friends. That's amazing. Uh, I, I don't, um, I'm a close group of friends. Uh, I would say those close group of friends are, I would consider them basically all my best friends. I wouldn't just That's like, awesome. you know, one or the other because, and, and like other people I meet, sometimes a lot of them come, become my friends and sometimes best friends, depending on mm -hmm. if they stay in touch with me, if they don't, and I was like, yeah. acquainted. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, not to be rude or anything, but it's like. Oh, well, well, I mean, that's it's just reasonable. Yeah. yeah. And so. I mean, also being best friends with everybody just—it's like being best friends with nobody. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I rather have a lot of best friends too that know right. me and uh, know a lot about me than just like, oh well, we sometimes hang out and or sometimes talk and that's it. And it's like. Mm -hmm. So, what do you think was the most helpful? Like uh, over the years, yeah. I think the most helpful over the years would be just having a lot of, like, getting to know a lot of friends, having friends know me inside and out. I can tell mm -hmm. basically a lot of them know a lot of secrets. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, nothing like wrong or personal. I'm not going to make you share anything. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, just, I'm kind of just clarifying that. Like, nothing yeah. was wrong. I didn't do anything like super I didn't I didn't even suspect <laughs> I was kind of clarifying for the listeners so no one's okay like, yeah, what kind of secrets does Jimmy have mm, like, mm. that could be the next episode I don't I, I'm not going to take it out of you though so <laughs> you could do that one on your own if you want yeah, maybe that or, not, or not or not other secrets for a reason air. yeah that's your own private <laughs> Yeah, that's in never air. It might be in the that's okay. files. That's okay. <laughs> in the back of the drawer somewhere. Yeah, in the way way back. The I'm wondering like how much, like, you're saying like it's hard to make friends. Honestly, like for a lot of people, it's just like, like with the moving and everything, and like we we live in a society that's like not as stable as it was. Like I don't know, like I don't. I'm gonna pick a number, like 60 years ago or whatever. That's like a hard thing, and then like 
Um, I'm wondering how much the close family relationships mm. made that easier, like to feel like, oh, like you you know, you feel safe with your grandmother, your mother, your cousins, like, oh, so you could recognize that feeling when you find it like in a new person who becomes your friend. Yeah, definitely. Like my, uh, for my, a few, two of my cousins uh, used to play uh, football. One used to play rugby at the football, and and uh, uh, I'm like, these guys are not like these guys are my two cousins. One, I mean, I have many cousins, but these two are not. Uh, I would say that I, I mean, like. They, they literally are like my of crazy fitness guys logo. I'm like these guys. Oh, that's what they look like. <laughs> literally, they, I was gonna say like rugby and football. Like I definitely don't want to mess with that guy. Yeah, and like these, like like they. Uh, I have like in total, I have. I think I have like eighteen. I should. I think I may have like over twenty plus cousins in total, and uh, like a few. Few of my dad's side of the family, and a few, of my, a lot of my mom's side of the family, and uh, and like these two, like they play football, rugby, and uh, and I know when I'm always with them, I was like, no one's ever gonna bother me with them. <laughs> and, and I was like, if someone like try to pick on me, I was like, I was like, that'd be the biggest mistake that person would ever make. Is that part of what inspired you into fitness? Like, you're like, well, if I'm with them, then nobody's going to pick on me. Wait a second. If I am them, then for sure nobody's going to pick on me. Is that is that part of what your thought process was? Well, no, I just... I, I, it was bit, I would say mostly... Uh, I think it would be... Um, I have to say... Uh, I, I just want I just wanted to be in shape, uh, and I knew I I mean I, I didn't really want to like be like all super huge and big and mus <laughs> muscular because I actually read an article the other day where this person this uh, I mean, it was this morning uh, I, I kind of lost track because I was staying in line in the freaking cold to go vote. <laughs> Um, oh gosh! Oh, to uh, vote. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, right. This sucks. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. They, they said um, this article said it's like just because you're muscular and fit, I mean muscular and have big muscles doesn't mean you're super fit. And now I'm saying my cousins are, are like super, I would say they're super fit, but, but like, but I, I didn't want them to be like. I wouldn't want to have big muscle, mus um, muscles like The Rock because right. I, I, as, um, as I have spinal stenosis in my neck. And oh, my. So, uh, like, I can't do shoulder presses. I had to right. stay away from certain exercises. Uh, uh -huh. I kind of have to stay kind of like in a medium to light, heavy um, uh, weight selections. Like, so I give you a rest estimate, like, I think the heaviest I've lifted for my arms is like 20, 25 for biceps. Mm -hmm. For the back, I can do like uh, 25s, 30s, 
for the chest, I can do like 30s, maybe 35s if I if it with the spotter. Um, yeah. But I, I tend to keep it in that range. Like moderate, yeah. I because, because since I can't do shoulder presses, I can't want to block every something, single, everything else up. And then there's like, uh, what's wrong with your shoulders? And it's like they look like Play-Doh or something. Oh, sure. I mean, they don't so, look like Play-Doh, but. So how much of it do you think is that like potential bullies like see you and you like physically look different? So they're like, oh, I don't want to mess with that guy. How much do you think of that that part? versus you feel different about yourself because now you've made a choice and succeeded at that choice about how you want to be like your own like what's in your own mind do you hear the question or, or should yeah. i yeah i think it's a mix of both mm -hmm. um uh because uh of how i was feeling but about myself but I think it could also tell because I was, I started wearing like tighter fit clothes to just not to show off, but just, <laughs> just, just um, like just to scare, I would say scare them because as. By um, the way, there are muscles under this shirt. <laughs> hey, we all have muscles. Just some of them are visible. <laughs> Well, you need put muscles in order to, like, my... Uh, <laughs> to be sitting up straight. <laughs> I was like, we all have abs, but there's something uh, visible and not visible. <laughs> right, right. Basically, then you can't stand. Uh, you do like <laughs> that reminds me of, I want to come back to, like, neuroplasticity, because that's, like, a lot of the topic that we're talking about. But before we go there, we're kind of interviewing each other. I'm wondering if I'm more interviewing now, you now. Um, but this is something I'm interested in that... It's like I'm sort of interested in it peripherally. Like I'm reading a book about it now, but it's, I don't think it's ever going to be like my area of expertise. Um, I'm more interested in like the interactions between the parents and the child um, and like how that helps the child. Um, but like working, you know, specializing in autism, I, like diet comes up a lot. And I had one family that like, whenever I would go there as the speech therapist, the mom was cooking something because of this kid's special diet. Jeez. Is that something that you've explored for yourself? Is that something that you see value in? Like, what, what do you think? Uh, I don't really have a special diet. I mean, like I tend, I like to, I like to say I, I tend to eat, um, I eat very healthy. Uh, I do a lot of cheat meal here and there, depending if I need one or want one. Uh, <laughs> or you've just taken a test on your birthday and you need something nice. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I, I only do like, either sometimes once a week or just very special occasions like birthday, holiday. Yeah. Uh, and even on that holiday, on my, like if it's Thanksgiving, I eat healthy breakfast and lunch and but okay. until dinner because uh, usually if I go to my uncle's house it's usually for late lunch dinner slash dinner so I was like yeah well I still need something to tie me over because it's like <laughs> I mean because that's my that's that's my uh like uh, my system for you <laughs> I yeah. digest very fast but but before when you were obese were you 
I mean, was it? I, I, I'm assuming, but you could, of course, correct me that, that the diet wasn't what you how you're eating now. Uh, that's correct. I was eating a lot of pizza, candy. Uh, I, I think one of my favorite desserts would be, well, I mean, uh, probably all my mom's baking and, and my grandma's baking and, uh, and a lot of it. And I also like fudge. Uh, <laughs> because our house, there's a lot of uh, fudge places to get fudge. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> of course, they hand out free samples as well. And I was like, I can never do this job. Because like, uh, <laughs> you wouldn't uh, be able to sell anything. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, what happened to the. So, did you get rid of all the uh, samples? Like, uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> I live in Baltimore and I, I had lived away from here for a long time. But when I, I went to college here, and at that time at the Inner Harbor, they had something, I can't remember what it was called, but it was like the singing fudge place. That might've been before your time. Did, like, I, they, I, I wonder if they had ever had it in Pennsylvania. But like the, the people would make fudge in front of you while they were singing, I think about fudge. Well, there's actually one, there's actually, some, uh, there, there's actually one place in, uh, New, in New Jersey uh, that they make fudge in front of you, and I was like, I can never do this job. <laughs> I would just eat the whole freaking thing. <laughs> yeah, they would fire you because you would eat the inventory. Well, oh well. <laughs> oh well. But so, but between the time, like, so you have like the physical, like you look different and you feel different about yourself, and people are treating you differently from that. But like, what, like, just generally, like before unhealthy diet, now healthy diet, like. There are so many ads these days where a 